You are listening to the Hypercubicle. It's actually rocket science. You have it all. You got the stupid house, and the marriage, and the kids, and the Korean HR with room for growth, and the middle-class neighbors who greet you every morning as you all drive to work in your nice but not too nice cars, and, of course, the room for improvement in your life. But you want nothing to do with it anymore. Thankfully, you went to school for diplomacy, more specifically HR, because it keeps you from snapping at somebody. You are miserable and every day is the same, but you don't know what's the problem. You wish you could just open a ticket to get the answer to all your problems. But your insurance doesn't even cover a therapist. So forget that. It's hopeless. Or at least, it seemed that way. Until one late night you were watching television when a slick gentleman appeared on the screen, advertising his book with a lot of fanfare. Low on energy, motivation, always busy, but accomplishing nothing, do not fear. It is common, fixable, and entirely not your fault. It's all the toxicity you deal with on a daily basis from the people around you. All the naggers, beggars, complainers, and leeches. These toxic people are holding you back. Cut them out today and never look back. If they don't benefit you, they're not worth the time. With help from my complete detox package, you can become happy and free. Includes a book and video seminars. Order today by calling. Even the TV people are getting on your nerves. Order today? Nope, I don't think I will. As you go to bed that night, you cannot seem to get the ad out your head. Could it be that you are the victim of toxic relationships? Maybe that is what's wearing you down. You decide to start paying careful attention to the interactions you deal with throughout the week, to find these undercover agents ruining your life. Satisfied with this plan, you give in to the embrace of sleep. I'll get it. And so, the work week began. You decide that in order to make this scientific, you had to keep a diary to record all the notable interactions. Your kids were first to make the list. They're one and three years old, so they cannot be reasoned with. They're excruciatingly annoying sometimes, but in the end you mark them as non-toxic. The same goes for your partner, who is also dealing with those demons. So all is forgiven. The trouble started when you met the neighbor, Francis, outside. This asshole has a habit of cracking lame jokes. Good morning, neighbor. Off to save the world from financial ruin again? All in a day's work, you reply, trying your best to laugh. This happens every day. It's like the man has no memory at all. Toxic. When you get to work, your co-workers are uninspiring people as always. 
but not nearly as bad as the people opening tickets for you to resolve. You conclude that work is as toxic as the cheap vodka you drank in college. Speaking of which, you went to meet up with some former classmates from university. You all got wasted in the CD pub you used to frequent back in the day. You ended up there for old time's sake. Not because your standards are low. Either way, the night concluded with you throwing up in the dirty bathroom. And when you finally came home, your significant other was not very understanding. You decide it's best not to meet those toxic burnouts again. And more entries quickly filled the diary. You met with your personal trainer, Arthur, after work. You were struggling because you were tired, which he apparently took as encouraging because you were pushed hard to do another set regardless. This man clearly has no compassion in him. This happened time and time again, chronically toxic. Together with the rest of the family, you were headed to grandma's place. Grandma lives in a retirement home downtown. As you left the parking garage to walk the rest of the way, you were hassled by a homeless person. When you told them you don't carry any cash, they pulled out a card reader. Surprisingly toxic. When you finally got to grandma's place, she couldn't remember your name. Grandma has dementia. The nurse said she always enjoys your visits. But how do you know for sure you're not wasting your Sunday? Confusingly toxic. You put the diary down and look at yourself in the mirror, reflecting on the disrespectful things you wrote. The disappointment in your eyes is hard to ignore. You cannot bring yourself to say anything. There's no need. Disgustingly toxic. Based on everything logged in your diary, the diagnosis is crystal clear. It's bad news. You are surrounded by toxic people and it's chronically poisoning you. You have to get away from them somehow. A new work week starts, but you're not going to work. You call in sick that day, adding in a few fake cuffs for good measure. These people make you sick, so you're not even really lying. You pack a bag and hastily tell your partner that you'll be back later. Then you rush out of the house and into your car. You drive for a couple of hours into the wilderness. When you finally find a spot to park your car, you take a moment to breathe in the fresh forest air. You feel the solitude, detoxing your body and mind for all of five minutes, before you are greeted by some bearded hiker dude. In space, nobody can hear you scream. But in the social space, everybody can. You are lost in space, lost in a complicated web of social connections, most of which are toxic. They are power structures and power not only corrupts, but oppresses those under its influence as well. Imagine yourself and the people around you like planets. Everyone exerts a certain gravitational pull that keeps others in orbit around them. But they themselves are likely pulled into orbit. The size of this pull depends on many factors, but can be summarized as the degree of power they command. This power stems from social expectations, dependence, etc. The more power someone has, the harder it is to escape from their orbit. Unfortunately, no matter how powerful you become, it is seemingly impossible to escape the tyranny of social orbit completely. A simple example. When you are young, 
you are in orbit around your parents until you, hopefully, escape their orbit by growing up, after which you replace them with a boss. You escape one orbit and fall into the next, and you are in many orbits at once at any one time, like friends, but many of them also unseen, like the massive government orbit you are in. A planetary orbit can be escaped from by accelerating fast enough. In real life, this would entail improving yourself and increasing your power differential. The trouble is that there are too many metaphorical planets, and there is seemingly always a bigger one out there to suck you into its orbit. The social oppressive complex relies on this mutual dependence, even if it is severely imbalanced. You are a victim of the social forces holding you down. It is in the best interest of any one person to increase their power as much as possible so that they become less oppressed. This also means that others have to become more oppressed. We are all stuck in an endless race for power and self-improvement. Even if you think you're not participating in the game, you are. But then you're just a pawn being moved around by others. These toxic orbits are the reason for all of your problems. And in fact, it is the reason why everyone has problems. Everyone is stuck turning and tumbling in this oppressive system that has no emergency exit or kill switch. However, there is also good news. Here at the Hypercubicle, we've developed the strategies and advice that can help you cut the toxic people out of your life. This is how you can reclaim the freedom and happiness you deserve. And by toxic people, we mean basically everyone in your life. But don't worry. We're not here to oppress you with a one-size-fits-all strategy. We've got varying levels, depending on how hardcore and woke you are. In any case, begin by shedding the social connections that you have some degree of control over. Your friends, family, work relations, etc. Block any social networks. Quit any associations, sports teams, charities, etc. You might already feel lighter as the majority of the toxic social expectations and dependencies have been eliminated. Of course, we are not naive. You have to make money so you can live and eat comfortably. Once disconnected, you can do one of several things. It really depends on your personal preferences. So listen carefully and afterwards reflect on what fits best for you personally. Let us begin with the minimal effort options. Train to get into a professional career where you work remotely and do not directly interact with anyone at all. The most obvious option here is to become a freelance software developer. The only thing you'll be committing to from now on is GitHub. The trouble is that you'll need strong programming skills and all that entails. We believe you'll do fine. Listening to this podcast proves that you have a strong affinity for logical thinking, planning and calculation. That last one, not so much in the mathematical sense, more in the scheming sense. But it totally carries over. Just remember to scheme yourself away from any talkative teams that employ managers. If you are not convinced you got what it takes to become a programmer, you can become a professional freelance writer instead. Your mind might be wandering right now to respectable news sources like The Onion and BuzzFeed, or to writing novels. But forget those for the time being. Contrary to common self-help sense, in order to succeed, you must think small. 
publish your work on opinion blogs that pass for news websites. You won't even need to put in much effort. Just spout opinions you hold strongly and match them with whatever publication enjoys that sort of thing. Pro tip, more extreme equals more money. You might consider picking up a grammar book to polish your writing, but that's really not necessary. So save yourself the headache. Is writing too much effort? No problem. The internet has your back. Depending on where your natural talents lie, you can go into the video, photography or audio spheres. Maybe all of them, but we recommend picking no more than two out of three at once. This works best, if you know what I mean. In case you don't know what I mean, photo and maybe video is where it's at for you and be quick before those natural talents fade and you're left without options. For those who haven't got what it takes in either the aesthetic or literary departments, produce a podcast where you tell people your interesting and important thoughts. Wait a minute. But these options don't disconnect you from the system as a whole. What if you're a hardcore go-getter who craves the purest form of detoxification? Here's what you can do. Get off the grid. Live in the wilderness somewhere in a cabin you built yourself. Ideally some forest, near a lake. Just remember to keep the door locked. This sort of thing attracts a lot of curious visitors, even in the deepest of wilderness. The last guy who went on record doing this got plenty of trespassers coming round time and time again. In fact, it drove him so mad he wrote an entire book about the experience and eventually called it quits. So take precautions, plan accordingly. With sufficient survival training and the dedication of David Goggins, you will be truly on your own in no time at all. For an introduction, you could listen to episode 14 of the Hypercubicle. But what if you really hate effort? With some luck, you could make the system work for you. There is various loopholes in the way it's supposed to work, since the system is really just calibrated to crush you depending on how much money you have. If you have a lot of money, you do not really have to contribute anything else. Let the money do all the work. With all this money, you should understand the value of keeping the hounds at bay and not getting too engaged in social circles to begin with. Invest in some good home security and just have your pizzas delivered via phone app. You'll be alright. If by now you're sitting there in despair because you haven't got the time, brains, energy, shamelessness or money, there's a last ditch effort you may try. A beacon of dallying light in a dark world full of industriousness. Government benefits. If you live in a select elite of countries, you could have all your needs met by the forces of government that you should probably hate very much otherwise. Make other people pay taxes like the suckers they are, so that you can live the way you deserve. This whole thing can get pretty complicated and might even involve some inevitable power relationships here and there. But if you can at least put up with that for a while and take the time to learn to navigate these stormy seas, you'll be quite alright indeed. Once you're in, you're in. Grab as much as you can before they change their minds. And finally, we have one ace left in the deck. 
In case you cannot or don't want to make any of these options work for you, you can always commit yourself to a monastery or temple. Ideally, look for one where you can commit to a vow of silence, or one in which you do not and will never understand the working language. We must warn you though, this is an option only for the most desperate listener. Yes, you'll escape from the toxic orbits of your relationships and can avoid forming new ones. But you'll also be permanently in orbit around a new sun in the shape of the institution you're committed to. This limits your freedoms greatly, to the point that the only freedom you really have is from talking to other people again. And probably taxes. If this is what you want, great. Go for it. Pause the podcast now to reflect on the numerous options before you and realize that there is a great need to cut toxicity when you are ready. It's showtime. Dear listener, we're sorry to inform you that this is where our paths diverge. It's not you, it's us. As you know now, social relationships are toxic. And by inviting listeners to the podcast, we are creating toxic orbits. In order to show our commitment to our own sage advice, we are cutting you off right now. It's for your and our own good. We've done what we could. Good luck out there. But we will return next week as we inevitably relapse. <laughs>